How's it going? Holy, you know what? I'm really glad you can't smell my breath. <laughs> I know. TMI. I made the most delicious, buttery, fluffy mashed potatoes with chunks of yam with lots of garlic with a nice uh, barbecued chicken. Yeah. Sounds good. It was very good. good. So, um... Well, since we were so rudely interrupted by by my visitor, (laughs) not even rudely, he walked in, he's like, why did you hang up with your friend? I'm like, oh, we were recording the podcast. I didn't want that to be on, like, you coming in on record. He's like, oh, I understand. (laughs) Like, that's just more more editing that's not necessary. He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Aww. I think in his brain, he's probably like, what the hell's a podcast and what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I I kid. I don't know that he knows a whole ton about podcasts, but he's probably, he probably is a little bit like, like, what are you doing? But all good. (laughs) Well, my family does know what a podcast is because I don't stop talking about us. And uh, we, I've even told people while I'm at markets, oh, yeah, I, uh, I do a podcast. And it's mostly about people that are scammers. Because um, that's what uh, it seems like we enjoy doing. So we are going to take a left uh, in this because we're not going to just go straight into another scam story. We're going to actually do something fun. And hopefully you guys can take the ride with us because it would be freaking amazing. So, but we're going to finish off uh, our very last podcast regarding inventing Anna. Yeah, which we kind of already started chatting a little bit about it. So we we talked 35 minutes about just us last time. So this time we're going to go, well, go right into it or? Yeah, because I think we only... So yeah, we 35 minutes we're in, and I think about 30 of it was just us rather than Anna. So we, we started yes. talking about the, the articles, and the diff, for me, I, my, I was kind of highlighting how the, diff, like the difference in their writing styles and how, um, how true this series was to Vivian, a.k.a. Jessica Pressler's article. Yeah. Because her article was, it was lengthy <clears throat> compared yes, to Rachel's. It was, it was um, she did a lot of name dropping where she could. Like the series really did, did the article justice in that sense that I think they followed her. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, they followed her storyline really well as they broke the episodes down they dug into some of the individual characters more than the article like the boyfriend uh what was his name cash no case case the dream guy yeah the series focused on him a whole lot more and a few of the other characters a whole lot more than the article did uh which was interesting because he really was a twist in her becoming 
um, well known with a lot of these high end people because he was already in that orbit and he had the connections uh, due to some of his fund fundraising efforts and sponsorships, or as I should say, I guess they would be investors. So it was interesting that um, her article didn't really highlight that. Like it really just focused on how Anna um, kind of fooled everybody by like sh show shiny things and you'll distract them. Like that was like one of the lines she used in the article, which she did in the series as well. Whereas again, Rachel talked more specifically about how they became friends, how it was like a lavish, they had a lot in common, um, mm -hmm. same circle of friends and just kind of slowly became closer and how that benefited Rachel. Like she, she does kind of admit it. It's like, oh, Anna just never let us pay. So yeah. it, it was it was interesting that, you know. Well, um, when I watched that one documentary that uh, uh, Anna did uh, do, she did say like this girl did not make very much money. So yes, I paid for it. And was like, girl, you didn't even make anything. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's interesting. Um, how, how it was in the series they were so worried about Rachel scooping Vivian um, and there was a comment made like oh she wrote it herself oh this is fine because and the, the articles did really show that and again I think I said previously Vanity Fair is a well known like high end magazine they've got tons of editors and writers I don't think they would have let Rachel published the story without it being fully edited and approved and kind of scrutinized by an editor. Mm -hmm. um, but they also knew they probably had, well, they paid her for it. It was probably part of the debt she owed for the whole fiasco because they were considering her in, you know, serious trouble, like fraudulent trouble. So it, it uh, to me, it'd be kind of curious to see more about that side of the story because the stories were so driven towards like how Anna got away with it all. And they did kind of a little bit, and I guess like she is the main character of the articles and the story and the series, but like how did it really affect everybody else and their lives and the aftermath of it? It'd be curious. And you, you've listened to some more podcasts on it. So did they ever talk about those types of things? Or like, does Anna talk about like where she is now? Because you listen to her in a couple of different podcasts. Given I haven't listened in quite some time, but I do know that, um, you know, she talked about how she wants to get into the art scene. Like she is doing her little art and everything else and really loving it. And she was in jail when she was, she did that interview and it it looked like um, she does still have a following. Really? People that, yeah, that are still well, like. Social media frenzy? Her. I believe so. Like, it was like, oh, okay, that's really strange, but okay. 
Interesting. And honestly, I don't think it did. <clears throat> there was, for Rachel, yeah, she had it hard for a bit. You know, where she, she for the three months that she didn't know she was going to get her money back and everything else. But she walked away with a lot of money in the end. More money than, you know, so she's good. I would say right. she's good. She's married. She's, you know, life is good for her and, and so forth. Where does she live now? Uh, I think she still is in the New York State, but I know she's not at Vanity Fair anymore. Okay. She, she, made money, she made money off her book and the article. So she's married. She's <clears> still <throat> somewhere doing something and has probably landed. Well, they're, like they're calling her an American uh, writer. Rachel, they are. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So maybe she's yeah. writing more. Possibly. Interesting. So, and then as we were talking about Casey Dukes, you know, uh, she's, oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. Do Kate, is that her real name? I believe so, because that's, you know, when you go look, it's it's her face that shows up. And then it's, in, it's connected with a uh, little... Um, Laverne Cox, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, it was a transgender that played. He's the the actor that played Casey Dukes. Um, was transgender, which was an interesting twist as well. I I really like that, but she herself was referred to as the trainer because she didn't want to be. Um, at first she didn't really want to be associated with any of it. Uh, she wanted to mm -hmm. remain kind of off the record. She pulled her stuff. So she's, sorry, she's with who? Laverne? Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox. Yeah, she's the, she was in Orange is the New Black and she's been in a few other shows here and there that I've seen her in. Can't tell you the names of them, but she's a freaking amazing actress well i'm curious to know so and i know that we <clears throat> talked about this and i don't know why like this this nicole character that casey brought to the anna intervention yeah like who i guess i'm curious like who did casey duke train because who was this person? high-end high-end people like we are talking about um, up there with um, Jillian Michaels and you know those high end trainers. She, I think, is just one step below them. Right. Yeah, we're we're not talking about going to that one gym that you and I both know, yeah. and you know paying, you know thirty five dollars or fifty dollars a session or whatever. We're talking add a zero to it. Right. Well, and I'm sorry, I just Googled this here, like who did Casey Duke train, but then there was a little, um, a, another one that caught my eye. It says, is Casey real in Inventing Anna? And then it goes into the real life. Casey Duke spoke about the accuracy of the series. In an interview with Entertainment Tonight, 66-year-old Casey Duke admitted that she's portrayed accurately in the Netflix series Inventing Anna. She also loves Cox's portrayal of herself. That's cool. Cool that she 
uh, was happy about how, I guess maybe not happy, but that she confirms that it was fairly accurate how she personally was portrayed. That is good. I mean, Shonda Rhimes is no, uh, is no fool for probably having her facts, right? Because it, it was, again, they always had that little blurb of like, this is all true except for the parts that aren't, however they worded it. Yeah, so, I love that part. Because yeah. you never knew where it was going to be. It could be on the wall. Well, mostly it was on the wall, but I like that. Yeah, and it was good that they put it out there that obviously it's a TV show. They're taking it from an article and a real life story, but obviously they've got to write in parts that to make a story that they don't know exactly how it would have went, right? Exactly. Yeah, so overall, so, I haven't read the books. Um, you've read, a, you've shared with me a couple of these other podcasts. So I, like on my own side here, I probably will listen to them. Because again, overall, this has just been very interesting. Um, but, you know, we will close this chapter. We've made 10 episodes, I think, um, yes. just based on this Netflix series. So now uh, we'll, we'll wrap up today's show. Um, I do have something to wrap it up with that we can discuss but with a little prequel we're going to make it the next episode we're going to talk about another netflix series uh we're not going to do it break it down by episode um you know per podcast is we're going to do one podcast the entire series and it's opposite of this it's a little bit more fun and and light um so hope you listen and then with that so as you always like to do is you want to honor um, missing or missing people or specifically kind of honor indigenous. Yes. Uh, so I... Winnipeg right now, have you, have you seen the story like in Winnipeg right now, there is quite a terrifying. If you're talking case. about um, name... Rebecca, she was found. There was yeah. a girl found five hours ago. Five hours ago. Five hours ago, I saw this one, and I was right. like, oh, I love hearing good news. This, to me, is good news. Let's, you know, it, it's little go through for that us. One. Go through that one, because the one I'm talking about is there is two missing bodies. They they've, think this gentleman might have been, I'm sorry, gentleman, wrong word. This human was a serial that excuse for yeah <clears throat> well um this one here was brought to my attention four days ago and it's um with great sadness that we share that doris trout has been located and is deceased so doris was 25 years old and she went missing quite some time ago and unfortunately yeah, yeah. Her, and then her just, were found. just recently, twenty-four-year-old Rebecca Contoy, Contois. I can't. Yep. Yep. May nineteenth, um, her partial remains were discovered outside an apartment on the sixteenth. Um, this one's a bit more gruesome. The family is asking for privacy. They've captured the person. Um, she is a she is a indigenous woman and two spirit. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's sad. And they do think this person might be, you know, 
involved with other cases because I think it was a week or two before they found another missing person, woman, another missing woman's body. And it's just, I, I don't know how much we want to get into details. That could probably be a whole episode in itself, but just to pay tribute to these young women that, you know, their lives are taken way too short. It's, it's a tragedy that it's gone like this. I know I talked about one. Yeah. And um, it is sad because it felt like this week when I was going through, it was like, oh, remains found. Oh, remains found. And it it was like, what is going on? Honestly, what is going on? And there was this, um, I know I talked about a Braden Farrell. He's 22 year old uh, young man. And they found his his remains uh, last week oh, on the eleventh, I should say. So more than a week a week ago. So, um, but I I was looking at this one other story that there's one river or lake is draining, drying up, and all these uh, barrels are washing ashore, and inside are body parts are you talking about like what they're talking about with lake mead by vegas yeah yeah i, I heard that on a different po- i was listening to one of the podcasts i like to listen to <clears throat> and they cut they were talking about this and that the, yeah. like, because like the drastic like climate change and water like there's such a bad drought in uh on the west coast right now like all along the west coast that the water levels are so low they are legitimately finding barrels with bo- like remains in them and they are kind of in this particular podcast. And again, I'm not, fa- I haven't fact checked it at all, but they're saying like, it's potentially going back to however many years where it could be a stigma of the old um, mafia mobsters. mobsters. Yeah. Insane, right? Yes. yes. That that actually exists. Like I, we, we hear about it. We know about it, but do we know about it? No, and we you don't know? want to know about it. No, you know, the more you know, the uh, no. Um, I am. I saw something here, and I'm. I've been. I'm hoping that I can find. Uh, I found it again. Okay, so there is a baby that is gone missing. Oh no, baby Jo Joanne Hoof, uh, like two days old. Uh, Spanish scouts. So where is that? Um, taken from Prairie Wind Casino and Hotel Pine Ridge Reservation. So uh, this has got to be in the U.S. Sorry about that. I was thinking it was Canada. And it's not that I don't uh, want to cover anything from the U.S. I do. I'm just working my way down. So Oh, we'll uh, work, like, basically, we'll talk about areas that we think people might be listening into. Well, we don't I'm really have a like US one of those following. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my head, I'm thinking, like, you know, the ones that are just found are, are missing and you're within days. And yeah. then the ones that have just recently been found. And unfortunately, some of these are, you know, their bodies have been found. And I, it's it's sad, but at the same time, I'm thinking, um, I've been there where 
you know, my family member is missing. And it is the worst feeling on earth. And you, 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 you know, you go through so many things. And I went down a rabbit hole with looking at a lot of uh, websites and found that Vancouver had a high rate of missing men and missing. And I lost my mind. And I, and all these other, I, I know what these other families are going through. So, yes, you do have that firsthand experience. Yeah. So I do know that there's a, a young girl who went missing May 11, 2021. So it's been a year. Uh, her name is Madison Roy Boudreaux, age 14, Bathurst, New Brunswick. Um, last seen May 11, 2021 at 7.30 a.m. on her way to a bus stop in Bathurst. Um, they, her family has not heard from her since. Uh, family was called right away. Um, the Bathurst police force was able to identify, locate, and seize the grave Ford Ranger truck that was, uh, um, they saw Madison getting into. So that, um, yeah, so she's... <clears throat> Five four, one hundred and nineteen pounds. Um, you know, it's been she's been gone a year, but if you know anything about her or her whereabouts, please give the Bathurst Police Force a call. Area code five zero six five four eight zero four two zero or Crime Stoppers one eight hundred two 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 tips eight four seven seven. And yeah, and that's it that I've come across that. Yeah. 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 It is sad. Yeah. And this is, uh, you know, I, you know, didn't joke around, but at the same time, I went, ooh, about all the missing body pieces that, or the body pieces that were being washed ashore at Lake Mead. And I went, mm, that's got to, you know, that's the mobster situation back in the day yeah it's mind-blowing but you know it's probably every lake that you go to there's a probably one or two bodies in there if not Unfort more yeah unfortunately there's there's a lot of dark things in this world oh well you know when i lived in southern lake there was pretty much a drowning every year you know throwing some alcohol high-powered boats you know, poor yeah, swimmers. All different sorts of uh, scenarios that can definitely yep. lead to that too. Yes. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm, on that, on that note, <laughs> on that note, we're gonna, we should wrap this one up and then we'll uh, catch everybody on the next one with something a little lighter. Yes. And I'm excited to do that. I've already started researching. Yay. All right. Well, you yes. have a good night or day or morning. I can't remember what time it is. <laughs> you too. And everyone, I hope that you have a great week and uh, make good choices and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey.
Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? It's been forever. I was going to say, it's been a while. It's been a while. It has been. Well, and just to kind of explain, because I still have a bit of a cough and a, like a bit of a throat thing going on. Um, I think the last time we recorded, I was still recovering from being sick. And I'm still recovering from being sick. It's just like, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I have this cough that will not go away. So I apologize oh. in advance. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, no. I understand. I think I had that cough for like five weeks. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's real. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, um, I'm back on my, you know, taking a lot of, uh, allergy meds because we're having winter spring winter spring here yeah i can relate to that as well as monty was saying today he goes uh i drove through uh like four winter storms from about (laughs) 2 30 this morning until like 2 30 in the afternoon he goes yeah i did about three maybe four blizzards definitely four snowstorms for sure for sure and I'm like yeah I drove through one uh late in the well uh early afternoon I should say so bizarre right oh my goodness um I hit the ground running today well here's a quick question too is the hockey game in Edmonton or Calgary today it is it's got to be wait um it was Calgary last, the first game. So do they do two and two or do they alternate? You know what? I was downtown Calgary and they have the red mile signs everywhere. And it said you can't park in certain areas uh, tonight. So I don't know if it's in Edmonton, but they, you know, sell like $5 tickets to the Saddle Dome where you could go watch it on the big yeah. screen. Yeah, because like Ice District in Edmonton's doing it, and then they've got that area in Calgary that's doing it as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, did I tell you that Tanner lives like two blocks away from the Red Mile? Oh no, he doesn't. Oh, he sure does. So he's in, he's loving the no sleep nights. I bet three a.m. So I was like, don't worry about it. Just come sleep at our house. And he's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the one day he was like, we got to go, we got to go. And um, they didn't leave the house in time. And he goes, forget it. I won't well, find something. They're just stuck there. like. Mm-hmm. So he spent an extra night here in, uh, at the house. Um, and so, yeah. Um, he, he works on 17th too. So he, he works on the Red Mile. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy, I mean, it's an exciting time. I mean, I'm so happy that being that, I mean, you remember I was a, I was a Flames fan. I, you know, I didn't hold that against you either. But then I went to Edmonton and I was, I, I held on to being a Flames fan for a while, but then slowly it's You're hard not. not to, it's hard not to cheer for the team where you live. So when I, I always I was always like I'll cheer for both, but when it's Battle of Alberta, I would always go back to the Flames. Now mm. I don't know what to do. I'm watching it. I'm like, 
I'm sad for each of the other team when the other gets a goal. <laughs> I'm like so torn over who I want to win. Well, the way I see it is I spent uh, 18 years cheering for the Oilers because I lived in the Northwest Territories and it's the closest team for us. And so majority of Northwest Territories people cheer for the Oilers. And then I married an Iserman. Well, and that that's just it, right? You have been uh, an Iserman for 28 years now? Try 36 next week. Is it 36? I remember going to your 25th <laughs> anniversary. Remember when you came to Edmonton and it was your 25 years? Like, oh, uh, Shauna, that was... 11 years ago? Like, seriously? Yes. Uh, no, it was 12 years ago. When you were in no, Edmonton? It, no, it was... A, yes, it was 11 years ago because it was that funeral. That the worst funeral I'd ever been to in my whole life. Yep. And then, because I remember, who did I bring with me? I brought a friend with me. Mm-hmm. Was it Marlene? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her and I came over to, because your cousins were there. I Like, I remember it clearly. You guys were at the River Cree. Oh, my God. We had so much fun. Except I don't yeah. remember much at the end of the day. But I that's so bizarre. Yeah, you got to I'm meet like, so my so many of my cousins. So here here I am like, oh yeah, 25th. And I'm like, you're married 20, 28 years, 29, maybe 30. I'm like, shit, that was <laughs> that was 12 years ago. That's how time goes without even noticing that it's yeah. been that long, right? Yeah. yeah. For certain events. Bizarre. Yes. So anyways, you're you because it's not the the Red Wings, you'll go for you're hoping for Edmonton. In, excuse me. I, I told my mom this. Cause I don't know if you're watching my Facebook. A little bit, yes. Because I saw your you, like how do, my mom doesn't know me at all. <laughs> my mother's wearing a red wings. Or no, I mean um flames. like she's wearing a plane. Like Wah! Oh, it's a awesome. flames-free zone. It's kind of hard though because, like, my family is in Edmonton. My my dad's side of the family, they were Oiler fans. A lot of my mom's side of the family were Oiler fans for a long time, so we watched the Oilers a lot growing up. But when I moved to Calgary, I was, I just, I was like, this is, you know, I live here. I want to support this team, and I hadn't really been a hockey. I don't know. I wasn't really attached to a team right okay so So it was really weird but it's hard like it is hard for me because I kind of well I am I think I'm secretly leaning more towards being an Oilers fan right now just because I've lived there the last 16 years right I hope the Oilers win but I think my mom is just being facetious she's playing devil's advocate she just wants to yeah. be a little different and she is so freaking adorable she's so tiny she's wearing this huge jersey and she's got the it rolled up and her little hands crossed and she's so cute she's like sit standing there all proud of herself and I'm like mom serious and she's like what do you mean I'm like mom <laughs> I, awesome. I can't I'm, we went there this past weekend just to visit. Well, not this past week. This this past Wednesday, just to visit. 
you know, uh, Monty always takes Wednesdays off, right? So Tanner had the day off. And so the four of us, Salam, Tanner, myself, and Monty, and Kramer, went to visit Grandma. Oh, fun. And we brought Chinese food. Oh, my God. You know when you get the hankering? Hankering? Yes. <laughs> for Chinese food yeah so we we bought Chinese food the night before because the place that we love they open at four so we bought it the night before and we bought a humongous amount like usually our bill is like sixty dollars and that sixty dollars feeds us for like two three days for Monty and I and sometimes Tanner will be there so I spent almost double that and we ate we ate supper that night, Chinese food, but I had bought all these other piece, uh, things and I kept them away and they were still in the fridge and everything else. And oh, so good. But you know, it's one of those things. If I could eat Chinese food again, I would. Like I freaking love Chinese food. Nice. But then again, if you ask me, hey, you want tacos? Yes, I freaking love tacos. And then if you said, hey, you want some spaghetti or something like that? I'd be like, oh, my God. Yes, I love Italian. So, you know. You like food. Like. I like food. It's okay yeah. to be a food connoisseur. <laughs> all, you like all types of food. And that's really good. I am not racist with food at all. And oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So Salam's mom came to visit and I went and got to pick her up and visit with her on our drive back to where Salam and Tanner live, right? Tanner's at work, so he couldn't pick her up. No big deal. So her and I just chit-chatted. The moms got to visit, just the two of us, and it was great. Um, I love this woman. This woman is phenomenal. But then again, you know, she raised a beautiful daughter and I, you know, like I to me she's already my daughter and she she kept saying whenever she would talk about Tanner she would always say oh my son I'd be like, oh, my baby but I have but to you're care. like I'm, but I'm also adopting your baby into my family so you're both exactly e- you're both equally accepting of each other's child you know I am not that person that is a I'm not a jealous person because in my head I'm always like how can I be jealous of someone who just wants to love my child or my children yeah. or my grandchildren? <clears throat> That's ridiculous, right? Um, so Monty's older brother, uh, they did not have children. And I one time had a little talk with my sister-in-law and she was like, you know, I think we need to talk about how things are going and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, what's wrong? She goes, I feel like we need to like, put it out there that you know we're, we we want to spoil the kids and we want to do all these things I'm like then do it because but don't you feel like it's weird that you know we're almost like taking over your parent I'm like absolutely not it's like you it's just love... more people for them to be involved with them right and I, I just looked at him like you love my children you love my grandchildren why would I be jealous? This is like the best thing ever. Like it's like your children and your grand, like your grandchildren have like extra great aunts and uncles that are like just as good to them as their own parents and grandparents. Like there's nothing wrong with that. 
Absolutely. And I said, you know what, when we, when you guys walk in and Maddie drops me like a last week's whatever and jumps all over you, I'm not hurt. It's exciting. You're like, yay, I'm happy that she feels that way. Because to me, she gets to have a moment with you guys. And that is it. And she's like, really? I'm like, of course. You know, like I, okay. So last weekend, oh my goodness. I almost cried. Like Linda and I did a show. We're in our busy season right now. And this is one of the reasons why we're so late in doing our podcast is because of my work schedule now. Well, a little bit of, I I had a a scheduling issue last week as well. Yeah. But the problem is, is that you work Monday to Friday. And, and I you work, work Monday to <laughs> Well, I, I'm away from the house on Monday. Yeah, uh, I mean, weekend. you work every day because it's your own business. So I'm up at 6 a.m. and I work till 10 p.m. This is ridiculous. Uh, going into business for yourself, you think you're the boss. You're not the boss. No. You're not. But you know what? If you love it, then it is the greatest thing on earth. So we were at a show not this past week in the weekend before that and we were like doing our spiel and everything else and this lady came up and she was like loving our stuff and she bought a couple cups and everything else and then uh this person who was with her I thought was her sister because they looked a lot alike uh came up and was like asking us all these questions about do you guys like do custom work and then we're like we love custom work you know and she goes well we're doing a family reunion she goes I'm one of four kids and I want to do he's uh they're the oldest blah 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 they're the uh, second and all this and then the youngest what rules are there and stuff like I don't know if you guys know that little saying about firstborn to the lastborn and everything else and the two middle or the middle child or whatever else and so I'm like, I know exactly what you're saying. And she goes, well, I want a cup and a t-shirt to match. And I'm like, awesome. We don't really make t-shirts, but we can make t-shirts. That's how our business is. We do custom work. And so we were chit-chatting. I'm like, so this is your one sister? And she goes, no, this woman is actually my husband's ex-wife. And we're like, yeah. And she goes, she's my best friend. I'm like, oh, okay. And she goes, they had a daughter. My husband and her had a daughter. They divorced. I met him. We married. And we have two children. And she, you know, they made a pact that they would be great parents, even if they're not uh, together. And they are. I'm like, oh, that sounds phenomenal there are some people that can just manage that and they do a good job of it well this woman ended up in a relationship and it became abusive and she left and she moved in with them oh wow yeah so this woman moved in with her ex-husband and her best friend who are married and it's like basically the ex-husband's new wife which is her best friend Mm -hmm. and their child and their child and her ex-husband and her best friend's two children, which okay. is her child's half-sibling. And I'm like, that's amazing. I wish every person on earth could be 
like you because there's too many people that fight over the stupidest things just because their feelings or their egos are hurt because someone's moved on even though you've moved on yeah it's a tough situation right yeah exactly so um yeah wow did we ever chit chat for quite a bit anyways um introduce myself my name is angie i live in calgary and i am shauna and i am living vicariously through alberta right now <laughs> via hockey uh, i am currently in winnipeg manitoba so oh my goodness uh it's been a hot minute and um we're this is the last inventing anna we're doing yes okay so we're gonna shauna, wrap it up we're going to wrap we it up are. and then we're going to bring you some exciting new stuff. And I, uh, I was a little late getting to you tonight because I'm watching an episode of one of the shows we're going to talk about on our next couple. Oh, you know what I was watching when you call, when you sent me a message, Hey, 15 minutes good. And I was like, mm, can we make it an hour? You know why? Cause I was finishing up Ozarks and you know, who's in Ozarks. Well, the same girl that plays Anna, right? Oh my god, do you know how hard it was to watch that? See, I haven't watched Ozark, so I don't know oh. about the show. I spend way too much time watching TV, but I'm um I I'm I'm going to say that I'm probably ADD because I can't just watch a show. I have to be doing two possibly three things at the same time so i might be folding clothes i might be playing a video game or i might be sitting there working uh making up stupid things to put on my cups but i spent a lot of time tonight just like glued not really watching my phone or anything i was it's oh my goodness i'm not gonna spoiler alert nothing, no don't but, oh, don't do oh. the spoiler alert because maybe one day i will get to watching it and then we can do a recap of it oh my goodness you need to watch it because like everybody says it's so good it is so freaking good that that is that is fun should we do a spoiler alert of some of the things we're looking towards? Maybe we'll do that at the end. Too soon. We'll we'll talk about this the last. We'll wrap up inventing Anna, then we'll give them a spoiler of what to look forward to in the upcoming. Yeah, let's do that. There's a lot of things we want to cover. Like, um, I'm going to throw it out there right now because, you know, we get pretty excited and we forget stuff. We forget even telling you our names. So um, if you have any ideas, please send us an email. Well, and here's the thing. In the next few weeks, I do believe we really should cover the Battle of Alberta, just because why not? Because <laughs> it's exciting. I'm, And the reason I say this is <coughs> I didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, I had game one was, so game two is tonight. It's round two, game two tonight. Right now, currently, they are replaying game one, and that was such an intense game. So I'm a little, like, I'm listening, I'm talking with you, but I've got this game playing in the background. And I went to bed a bit early, uh, so I didn't see the ending. 
and they're showing the ending right now where it's just like fisticuffs everywhere. I'm like, holy smokes, they are fire. Well, a couple of nights ago when they had their first game, within 51 seconds, they had two two goals. Oh, I know. And that's the game that's... That's the, the that's, that, that's what's playing right now is that game just finished. They just replayed game one. Oh, I... And it, that. it was wild. Like, that was a 15-goal game. So upset that I grabbed one earbud, put it in, and put on Spotify Moody Tunes. I listen to Moody Tunes when I, you know, <laughs> and I was working on my laptop making up some stupid comments to put on cu- cups and everything else. And I was like, oh, the worse the games got the worst my comments got on the cups. Like, but there was think, a lot of F-bombs. This game was just wild, though. Like, with the amount of... Like, whoever went to that game definitely had their money's worth. Because the excitement of 15 goals... It doesn't matter which team you're cheering for. 15 goals in a hockey game is high. Like, unreal. Anyways... So over the next little bit, we might be like a Battle of Alberta hockey versus, you know, hockey hockey podcast for about five minutes. <laughs> okay, so when was the last time you were at a hockey game? Because I can't even tell you what the last time. Like, I've, I've gone to a lot of hockey games all over the place. Like, whenever we travel, if we travel during the uh, winter <coughs> season, we will look for hockey and everything else. So... I've been oh, to... I, the last game I went to, and it was kind of cool. It, I was, I was taken. It was a work thing, and I was at a Oilers Pittsburgh Penguins game. So it was cool because I, at that point, I had not seen McDavid live, and I had never oh. seen Sidney Crosby. So I've got to see Sidney Crosby skate and McDavid skate, which oh, was very impressive. Very impressive because they're both like top drawer players, right? So, a, known, a, a little pivot of info on my part is is that I um, went to school with a, a kid that sat right behind me, like from grade one to, I moved away in grade 11, so he kind of was, we were in the same class and they put us in alphabetical order, he sat behind me all the time, uh, Pinto, Dragon. And he played for the Pitts- Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, cool. Yeah. From the Northwest Surgery, <laughs> so. That's awesome. There's just so yeah. many. I, anyways, I don't know. I'm not a, like, stats kind of guy um, when it comes to hockey. I just know I, I enjoy I enjoy playoff hockey specifically. Like, the season is a long season, and I'm not, like, the diehard that knows all of the teams, all the players, the stats, and this and that. I, I follow a little bit. And now that I'm in Winnipeg, I mean, it, how long is it going to be before I'm a Jets fan and I ditch the Oilers now? Because, you know, I jumped ship on the flames. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I would, I would do it. Because, you know, unless, of course, you have an Oilers jersey, then I, I would wear it. I still have flames gear. I, honestly, I oh, still have flames gear. I think than- you should, like, you know what I should do? I should burn get a, it. No, no, I should. I should. Oh, people in Alberta will just come unglued on me. I'd probably get like 
I'd probably get paintballed in in the in the forehead. I should cut the shirt in half and stitch together a f- half flames, half half boilers. <laughs> that would just piss. That's sacrilegious. People would be pissed. Oh right my off. god! Are you trying to make me ill? Right. I but kind of. <laughs> it would be kind of funny. Just to well, see the, okay. the polarizing responses, and then I can just my- mash in a, a Jets a Jets jersey in with it now. My youngest brother, we have a really good photo of the two of us from Wednesday. I'm wearing one of his jerseys and everything else. We're both wearing Oilers and we're like, yeah, you know, and everything else. You know, after the fact, we were driving home and I was like, oh, I should have put my mom in our little freaking Flames jersey in front of us. Oh, that or better yet, standing on the, a chair behind us. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's so short. The funniest thing is I just break my brother's shoulder like he is that tall. So yeah, she would have to stand on the we would have to lift her onto a chair and everything. Just else, to be but, up there with you guys. Oh yeah, she's so small and everything else. So um yeah, we were like, Oh, we should have done it. But anyways, my brother, he phoned me. Oh my god, he FaceTimes me usually at about seven AM every day that early yeah yeah he's an early riser and everything else and and i guess you, know, you are I'm, too so it's fine right not that i want to be an early riser it's just that when i wake up it's like i'm not going back to sleep so i may as well get up he is just an early riser so he um He's so cute. So he's giving me all the stats and everything else. And he's like, so, you know, the last time this happened was in 91, you know, and how old was I? I'm like, well, Garrett, you would have been about eight, maybe nine. And he's like, well, how much, how old would Brandon have been? My my oldest son. I'm like, well, he, he's four years younger than you. So, you know, four or five. And he's like, oh, I go in Tanner, you know, my youngest wouldn't have been thought of. Well, what like, year yeah. What year were Tanner and Brandon born in? Brandon's 87 and Tanner 92. Right. Okay. And Emily was 98. 98. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we... Yeah, he he phones me or he FaceTimes me constantly about, you know, giving me the update and everything else. And, you know, like, I'm like, Garrett, I haven't even had coffee yet. You know, I'm making coffee, but it's still, you know, making. And, you know, so he just, you know, rattles off stuff. I go in the garage, I turn on everything, and then I walk into the house. Sometimes I'm already in the garage when he calls, depending, you know, if I wake up you know, 15 minutes before he calls me or an hour before he calls me. It's an every morning FaceTime. That's nice. It is. It is. It's, it's something he loves. And so it's, he needs the routine too, right? Like he's, always, yeah. he, he's somebody that needs that routine in his life. And yeah. Yeah. My brother is special needs and he um, lives on his own in an apartment and you know when you go to his place it looks like grandma decorated it a bit which 
Um, I'm going to say my mother did. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say your mom probably did. <laughs> yes. And at the same time, there's a young kid that's decorated it too, because there's so many CDs, so much hockey everywhere. Well, it's, just the things he likes is he's surrounded by the things he likes. He is Rain Man when it comes to hockey. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, he can give you stats more on everyone and everything. So there you go. You'll have to make sure and on your FaceTime tomorrow and Sunday to get him to get you the stats on tonight's game. So oh, we can uh, talk about it. Well, he was telling me this morning, he goes, I think uh, Oilers can take it five. Um, game five, for sure. Game five, for sure. I'm like, oh, okay. Game five. Whatever. Let's see how that goes. Yep. I'm sure there's lots of people with bets out there. I should have went and done a sports select or something today. I just want to buy, I just want to buy 50, 50 tickets, but you can only be in the province to do it. Oh, because you can buy them online and like the, the Calgary 50, 50 on, I should be doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was the last game. I didn't look, but when I was in Alberta on the weekend, I was there for the Calgary game on Saturday Mm-hmm. like to, when they made it through to round two so I went on the website and I bought it 50 I bought some 50 50s and it was almost 700,000 it was 600 <gasps> 690,000 I believe it was and I know the okay. Oilers 50 50s have been going for in the millions so oh. if you have an opportunity like this is a chip like put 10 bucks in like go to each website and put 20 bucks in you know 10 for each team because if you win that, like that's life changing. How do I? Um, do you go to their website? My, no, I'm saying, how do I put myself on mute as we do this podcast so I can run downstairs? Hey, hey! I don't know, but you. Ha- I think you have until 11 p.m. The game hasn't even started, so you're fine. We'll we'll be finished recording, and then you can hang up and go buy 50-50s. You're, can be you good. remind me? Yeah, because I'll text you and be like, here's my credit card. Can you please buy me some as well? I will do that for you. Yes. Yes. And of course, I'll split everything 50-50 with you. Well, that's what we should do. You know this is what we should do because we talked about money, right? And how, what we yep. would do with winnings. Why don't we do this? Why don't I wire you 40 bucks? Yeah. And I, I won't Anna Delvey wire you. I will legit e-transfer <laughs> wire you. <laughs> and... You can you can buy buy twenty dollars for flames, twenty dollars on Oilers fifty fifty, like from each team. That's ten dollars a piece. Yeah. We and then we split everything, whatever we get, we split. Okay. And whatever I oh, if we win, fifty percent of my winnings I will give to my favorite charity. Oh, that's generous. Do I want to? Yeah. Do, I don't know if I would do fifty percent because I got some family family members I would give some money to well some of my family is considered charity <laughs> <laughs> okay so maybe so let me re- I would definitely do something for charity I won't I won't say what it is now because I don't want to commit to something I want to research it first okay I I love that idea um I and I will... won't say how much because I got to be realistic like I got things I got to take care of 
I got things, okay? Just back off. <laughs> yeah, why'd you put me on the spot like that? Oh, I'm making you look bad, hey? That's okay. You're, you're, you're a good person. You'll, you'll donate to charity. I'll do something. I'll I, commit to that later. I, you know, I can't help it. Like, I... Oh. No, I, I definitely have some family things that could be... Uh, that could oh, go, that, you? That, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. This cough. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, we should um, get into it because I also just saw a vehicle drive by that's... Um, I'm going to be getting a visitor in about 10 minutes that I wasn't expecting. Maybe less than. The boyfriend? Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I just saw the vehicle drive by and that wasn't... Which I mean is fantastic for me. I'm not going to complain. But I wasn't expecting that, so... Yeah. Okay. So anyways, let's... So the, the articles regarding Anna, we should talk about them. They are so different. So... You know how in the series they talk about the articles, like you get the the version of like they're worried about uh, Rachel's story being dropped before them and taking the scoop, but then they're like, oh, but she wrote it herself. We have nothing to worry about because she's not a she's not a journalist, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she does work. It's at just a there. friendship gone wrong. Yeah, like, but like to give Rachel a little bit of credit, she does work at Vanity Fair. It's a very prestigious magazine. It is a fashion magazine. So obviously they have good editors and writers that work for them as well that could help her along with it. But yeah. essentially, the, the, and the Netflix series was based off of Jessica Pressler's article. Who is Vivian, by the way, people? Yes, and that's Vivian. And reading the article, it was very translatable to the series. Um, And you could see the difference in their styles of writing, like, quite clearly. Because Rachel's was more of a story about her and Anna. And it kind of flip-flopped back and forth. um, And kind of tells her version of what happened in Marrakesh. But Vivian, or Jessica Pressler, really tries to get into, like who Anna was and how she was in this, in this mix of things. Um, So it was quite an interesting, interesting dynamics on how they were very different and how you could see the difference in the writing styles, the journalistic style, like, and like you said, Rachel, as a friend, friendship gone wrong. uh, What was me telling my tale, saving face and Vivian slash Jessica Pressler just really writing an article about this situation that occurred. And Netflix really ran with that. They they truly did go um go hard onto the following along her her journalistic story and picking the parts to kind of build their episodes. And I have a visitor. <laughs> 